0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Uncensored Wrestling Podcast. We are uncut, uncensored here with Bill Compton. We also got Matt Miller, me, Dylan Hailey and we're going to break down the Greatest Royal Rumbles. It's our first special on our brand new app, our brand new home, and uh, man, what a good event we had over in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, making history over there in Saudi Arabia, and this was huge for the fans, this was huge for wrestling in general, for, uh, for events, for everybody involved. And, I mean, what can you guys say about these about this historic night? Just in general, going over to Saudi Arabia, different country.
1: Uh, Bill, you want to go ahead and go first? Uh, Yeah, um, I I think it was a a great pay-per-view. I think so far, aside from
2: uh, well, I don't know if it's considered a pay-per-view. Was it a pay-per-view aside from uh, network? Uh, I don't. I well, regardless. Uh, I think it was a great event. Um, uh, aside from WrestleMania, probably the uh, the best event that WWE's had so far. Um, there were a few big names that, that weren't able to make it over. I was a little bit disappointed. Um, but everybody put on a, a great show, uh, great matches all throughout the show. I, I enjoyed every, every match, every moment. Um, there was never really a dull moment, even with it being five hours. So that was a great job by them.
1: Uh, yeah, man, I think, uh, the timing was really off. Like, we have backlash coming up in a few days now. I like think the timing was really off, but it was really cool to see so many big names on one show, like a second WrestleMania. I thought that was pretty cool. I I
0: thought it, it was really special to the people over there that don't get to see. I mean, you're really into it, and it's just because they don't get to see it as much. Uh, it's not, you know, we don't always go over there. It's not something we can do all the time. Like you were saying, we do have superstars in this card, and we did predictions on this, so we'll go over each one. Starting with the opening match, John Cena and Triple H, uh, two heavyweight contenders both have owned wrestling in the past 20 years, um, John in the last 15 years. I mean, they tore the house down, I felt like. It was a great match, even Triple H looks great, even at his, his mid-40s. Uh, what's Will, when did you have your predictions, and how did you think about the match? Um,
2: if I remember correctly, I had my prediction for, uh, Triple H winning this one. Uh, um, I felt it would have been better, um, as far as the story goes, uh, for John Cena just to kind of keep on losing. Um, I think we, we, if Triple H, uh, had ended up winning that match, it would have brought more, uh, more like, I, I want to say, like, notice to the authority figures, because, uh, uh, Rewinding back to WrestleMania, I mean, uh, they, they both lose there. Uh, Rousey and Angle are, are on Raw. Um, there's, there's no Stephanie, no Triple H, nobody to come in and and kind of uh, counter them at all. So I, I thought if Triple H won, um, they would have more of a presence and it would make the story better. But uh, big match, John coming out victorious. Uh, I was not surprised by that victory at all. I, I kind of, kind of gone with either man there. Um, it was a great match and a fantastic finish. I don't, I don't think
0: uh, with all the
2: matches they've done, I don't think they had a finish like that. So that was a, that was a real good match
0: overall.
1: What do you think, man? Uh, that was definitely a different, a different perspective than I was thinking. I, I predicted that John was going to win. I thought that he really needed this win, and he got it. I think that it was a little slow. The match was a little. I don't. know, Maybe it's their age. Maybe it's. Triple H not being in the ring very often but it just seemed really slow and choreographed and maybe they were just warming the crowd up getting them used to the product before they hit them with some better shit later on but it seemed it seemed a little slow but Cena won and I think he needed to win because he's looking really weak lately that's that's pretty much it but for no build up I guess it was okay.
0: Well, these two, these two guys, you know, both at the top of the wrestling business for a long time. Uh, it was slow. I agree, but it, I think it had to be. You know, it, it was. It's not going to be a fast-paced match. These guys aren't overly jumping over the top with springboard moves
1: right. or anything like that. Right. You
0: knew it was going to be like kind of like an Undertaker style slow, methodical match. A lot of uh, signature moves done in cool ways. Uh, a lot of kickouts and, and reversals there. Just Great, you know, awareness and technical wrestling, but I I thought Triple H was going to win it due to just the uh, storyline, like Bill was saying. But uh, John Cena really showed and, and impressed me. Actually, I, I kind of thought this was one of my favorite matches of the night, top three uh, for me, and it was a hell of a way to kick off the show. But I did get this one wrong. I thought Triple H was going to win that one. Uh, But with the Cruiserweight Championship match, we have next, Cedric Alexander defeating Kalisto. Uh, In this match, I I did have Cedric just because he's been on a roll, um, and I felt like him as champion. He's very, very talented in the ring. He's one of the most underrated wrestlers, pure wrestlers that WWE has, and that guy, I've never seen him have a bad match. So I was glad that he was the champion. He's younger than Kalisto. And I think he, would, he was great to you know, his character title. Bill? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the
2: Cruiser Raids, uh, trying to steal the show once more, uh, I thought it was a great match. Uh, I had, uh, as well, Cedric Alexander coming out victorious. Uh, I'm, I'm very big on the guy. Uh, uh, ever since the Cruiserweight Classic, I, I want to say that was two years ago, maybe three now. Um, I, I loved his, his his matches in there. They re, I, it really made me a cruiserweight fan once again. And um, the fact that Triple H had come out on that show and uh, more or less uh, hand handed him a contract. I mean, they didn't sign it there, but he raised his hand. And if you get an approval from Triple H, uh, you're going places. Um, I think uh, they're going to be trying to push this guy uh, to the roof and past the roof. Um, and I think he's going to be able to handle it. Um, I th- I kind of think that this cruiserweight championship that he has right now, this run, I think it's only the
1: beginning for Cedric. Definitely agree. What do you think, Matt? Uh, I I had Cedric too. I really like Cedric. He's he's great ever since the cruiserweight classic. Um, man, big fan. He's <laughs> awesome. And so so far, I've been following the predictions, and I have two right, and you guys have one because I have the last match right. So anyway so i'm going to try to follow that but uh yeah there wasn't much build up for this match there was a bunch of build up but it was good they're both really good guys and uh cedric always is good in the ring so it's pretty good that's all i got pretty solid match he's been on top he's already he's already done you know everything in that cruiserweight classic and
0: the cruiserweight division i think uh it's time for Cedric to hold the belt for a while, uh, but the Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt defeating Cesaro and Sheamus. I love Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt together. It's the first tag team in a long time that actually cuts really, really good promos. Uh, you know, usually I'm real bored the last ten years over the tag teams promos, but every time Bray and then get out there, they they produce magic. Uh, so I really like their new finisher. I felt like they really worked their ass off. These last couple to really uh, get to where they're at. I didn't think it was going to work at first, but I did predict Matt and Bray. Bill, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go to you. Uh, yeah, I also had uh, Bray and Matt winning this one. I'm pretty sure all three of us did. Mm-hmm. Um, I,
2: I, you basically covered it. Uh, their, their promos are, are good. Um, I won't say that they're great yet, um, but this given time, I kind of feel it's. This reminds me of uh, of the Seamus and uh, Cesaro when uh, Mick Foley had put them together. Um, it was kind of they were kind of rivals, and you know you didn't know if it was going to work out, but you put them together, in that, and that they've been working great. That was what maybe two years ago. I mean,
0: it's been a while now. And I think they're are trying to too. like they're different yeah. they're the same thing. Oh, they're different for sure. Uh,
2: like I like I said, the chemistry just has to build. It's, one of those things you just got to give time to. But um, I will say this, they, they're going to great as a team right off the bat. Um, uh, the match was, was great, I would say. Uh, the only thing for me is with the splitting of the two black, uh, brands and the uh, Superstar Shake-Up, I think we kind of knew who was going to win. Um, I, uh, not that it's a gimme, but for if Sheamus and Cesaro had won, they would have had to go back to Raw And it would have kind of just messed up a few stories there. So um, I'm also happy to see Sheamus and Cesaro on SmackDown Live. I can't wait to uh, see what those guys can do over there. But uh, definitely props to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt taking the championships, and uh, hopefully they can hang on to them for a while. I would I would like to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I predicted Bray and Matt Hardy to win. I really like the team. They cut great promos. Uh, they're, they're really solid And they're great for Raw I predicted them to win the tag titles Months ago Like I'm, like as soon as they team together I've been saying that they were going to win And they did So so it's great Yeah, I'm all about it It's pretty cool
0: And there's so much they can do with that Like those gimmicks allow them so much free reign With the, the promos um, There's so much creative stuff Outside a ring that they can film And make a promo out of it and it can really change the whole career. Uh, United States Championship match, next we got Jeff Hardy defeating Jinder Mahal. Uh, being in uh, Saudi Arabia, I know he's Indian, but and I'm not going to try to put it all on race, but I did kind of think that Jinder was going to win. I did predict that, Matt, that Jeff Hardy was going to come on top, but I did think, I have my suspicions on Jinder uh, winning this match, just because of where they were. but. Uh, there was no interference that I could, I mean, there wasn't something major as far as interference, like there wasn't a kid really kicker match, and Jeff Hardy brings a lot of legitimacy to the title, he can go out there and wrestle a great match, are there better United States champions, maybe, but Jeff Hardy, I think, brings a lot to that championship, and the United States title recently has been falling under the rafters and unnoticed, so it's nice to have somebody that stands out, holding the belt. Bill.
2: Um, yeah, I I also had Jeff, uh, going over on this. Uh, again, I'll agree with you with it being in Saudi Arabia. There's a chance that, uh, Jinder might've taken it home, which, uh, I do, I do kind of dislike. Uh, nowadays it's not about, uh, the wrestler. It's about where you're at. Uh, WWE's become more political with their champions. Um, uh,
1: the, the match was great.
2: Uh, I think, uh, this is the one where Jinder had that botch though. Um, Am I wrong about that? The
0: whisper um, in the wind. I know that. Yeah. Um a uh, huge disappointment.
2: Uh Jinder's been working really hard, hard trying not to take too much away from him, but uh, uh Jeff Hardy basically just, just uh committed suicide in the ring right there, more <laughs> or less. Uh, uh Jinder just kinda watched him fall and uh if you think about
0: it, Hardy could have been seriously hurt there. Uh, I would that's say that a that's Watch that slow motion yeah. that night was like thinking
2: the JR. Oh my god, that killed him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but that's a huge disappointment. I mean, uh, and it, uh, to my knowledge, gender really isn't a, a bad wrestler when it comes to that. He really hasn't botched too many things. Um, the coloss can look more a bit like vicious more than some others, so maybe he he does something there, but. Um, I mean, you got to take that when I mean, obviously that's a spot in the match, a whisper in the wind for anybody, and everybody knows, man, you're supposed to catch Jeff at that point. Um, I would say, um,
1: I would say what made it
2: worse is they kind of acted like he did get hit. Um, I I would have went like the other way with it. I would have had Jinder just kind of, um, you know, maybe a quick roll up on Hardy or, or something like that. You know, I think it was. I think it went from bad to worse, um, and I think uh, with that being said, uh, Jeff Hardy is the right champion to, champion to go with right now. Um, I will say this: uh, the past few uh, reigns for uh, the U.S. title, I think it was uh, Bobby Roode, and uh, who won it off him was that? Who won it off? That was Orton, wasn't it? I or, think no, that So was Jim? Like, oh, who won uh, it? Off Bobby. It was Orton. I think it was Orton. Yeah. I think it was okay. okay, well, you did have Bobby Roode and Randy Orton, um, which, I mean, they can both hold the U.S. title um, and do very well. I just feel that
1: with those superstars, they had short reigns. I think if you give Hardy a, a
2: nice, long, lengthy reign, it'll it'll bring legitimacy Brad, back to that U.S. title. Exactly. Um uh, the, the match overall, it it was good, aside from the botch by Jinder. But I, I really did like that. I'm very happy Jeff came back out on top.
1: Alright, hey, it. so I predicted Jeff, too. So, right now, it's me, four, you guys, three. But, man, fuck Jinder, man. Like, he's had so long to get better. He's had so long sorry, to get sorry. better. <laughs> and and he, he... Either, like... Either... The Singh brother guy either helps him to win, the Colossus looks sloppy as fuck, or he flops. Like, why is he even still on the payroll anymore? The dude is just lame. He can't do shit right. Every time they, like, every time they give him a push, he could be Yeah, like, I would really like, I keep telling myself that, like, I would really like him if, I would really like him if, and it's simple shit. Like, don't, have a Singh Brothers run in every single time. That shit's annoying. Every time. Every single every single time. Every, yeah. single time I heard. every single time. Look back the last like six months. Every single time. It's even, fucking even weak. sent
0: his mis back.
1: Yeah. That last week. Like every single time. And his finisher looks fucking stupid. And like he just He botches too much. You know what I'm saying? Like Come on, man. Get it together. You could, you're could. you right there. You're so close to being good. Just get it together. I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking done with Jinder. I'm done with so him. Talented. I don't even want to like him no more. Like, I want to so bad. But he's fucking up. He's fucking up, man. Well, as far as,
0: as far as as character and Mike's skills, I think he's really good. I think I like him as a heel a lot. It's just, man, when I see the promos that he cuts and how I like him, and then I see the follow-through in the ring –
1: it's, it's bad. Just, it's mean, bad. Is,
0: the, hype is not, the hype does not lead up to the match.
1: I think gender. this is bull, I think gender needs to go to NXT. Really.
0: So, uh,
2: so I think the word of
1: the hour here is disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that would that would be the word of the hour right there. Yeah. I would have rather see one of the same brothers in singles
2: action.
1: Than Maybe, so. Maybe so. <laughs> sure. nah, Maybe so. No, I don't you know. I don't know about that. I mean, they might be able to sell better, but I don't know about that. So, um, any, what was next? Are we over so the next, What was next?
0: The next one we got, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. was Arguably, authority? in my opinion, the worst match in the entire night. It was the um, quickest.
1: It was the quickest. Put that on record. It was, it was the, the brothers quickest.
0: brothers defeating the Usos uh, to hold on to the tag titles. Kind of saw that coming. Uh, But it's quick this time. It was quick last time when they beat him uh, before at WrestleMania. It's really taken a lot away from the Usos. last five matches the Usos have had have been great, including against American Alpha, uh, or not American Alpha, Shelf Benjamin and Chad Gable. And uh, and leading up to those great matches, they have a flop on quick two quick matches back-to-back. So it's absolutely burying the Usos completely. In my opinion. Did you guys shows both, have not been relevant since Mania. But guys, I
1: had both of Yeah, did you guys both predict the uh harbor and run with you? Yeah,
0: I, I uh I,
2: I predicted them uh their characters really have, haven't had a build, I'll I'll give you guys that. that um but at at the end of the day, they are two big badass dudes, and uh, I'm I'm really behind this. But I just feel like uh, they need to do more, uh, especially on the mic. Uh, they haven't done a promo yeah, at all. Something. Uh, hey, yeah, something.
0: Yeah,
2: not not that they really need to though. Like in my mind, they're kind of like uh, comparable to the authors of pain, where uh, who else uh, gave their numbers? Yeah, I mean, uh, they, uh, but at, at least they've got on got on the mic a couple times. Uh, whether it was good, bad, you yeah. know whatever you guys think, uh, but at least they got on and tried a bit. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, like I said, they're two big badass dudes. They, they could have a nice title run, but they need uh, promos going,
0: and they need to do more with their characters.
1: I agree. I, I definitely agree. There's no promos coming out of those guys, and they're fighting the same guys every week. They're squashing the Usos on SmackDown every week. Yep. They're squashing New Day on SmackDown every week. Like, Give us something new with these guys if... If I was great in that match, I'd get a big-ass F. Like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't. Like, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't maybe the most terrible, but it didn't them. make sense. It's not
0: just them. It's the fact that, dude, the, the teams like the Usos and the New Day have been on top for so long. And in two months, they have been just buried. I mean, yep. just buried where they're not even relevant. You don't even think about them.
1: A new day
0: anymore. They yeah. were
1: like one of the longest reigning tag champs. You know, and and honestly, if they said we're gonna have Usos versus Harper and Rowan in a thirty minute match, I would fucking love to see that. Or or New Day versus Harper and Rowan in a thirty minute match, I would love to see that. But these like little squash matches don't mean shit. There's it's stupid. I don't like it, especially when it's the same people over and over and over. It's too repetitive. Yeah, it's making everybody in the situation look bad
0: let's get to a brighter side here the next match is one of my top three with that Triple H match of the entire night maybe my number one the Intercontinental Championship match uh, the ladder match between Seth Rollins, Miz, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe Um, it was crazy, it was awesome there was a lot of big moments in that match there could have been more, but there was good moments and uh Seth Rollins retained, and I could have Seth Rollins in this. I feel like uh, I like Finn second best, but Rollins, as far as holding that IC title, the difference between the two for me is Rollins cuts better promos. Um, So, you know, seeing as though Brock Lesnar doesn't show himself on Monday Night Raw champion, the only title that's on Raw that's shown is the intercontinental title. So you need to make sure the guy holding the intercontinental title can really carry the show and cut a great promo in Rollins' game.
1: Yeah, that's true. I definitely agree. Uh, but I predicted Balor. I don't know why I said that. I don't think I've ever bet against Rollins. That was an idiot move. Now we're tied, you and me, Dylan. But, um, I'm glad that Rollins won. And that was a really, really good match. It probably <coughs> stole the show. All the guys are great. What do you think, Bill? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you got a fatal
2: four-way ladder match. If, it, if it's bad, something needs to be said to each individual. Um, but it was a great match. I I had Balor going over as well. Um, I'll kind of agree with you there on Matt, where it's kind of like uh, once you like like once I guess you want to say like once they make their entrances and you see everything, you kind of want to change your prediction. You're kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm feeling this guy actually. Um, Rollins would have definitely been my my second. Um, I've been a huge fan of him ever since uh, WrestleMania weekend with uh, WrestleMania and Raw. Um, he's probably now on my uh, definitely my top ten favorite all time wrestlers. Um, and I don't I don't think it's bad that all he he was
0: going to go over to SmackDown. Um, so I'm glad it's continuing to be Monday Night Rollins. I've, I've always loved Seth. I mean, I loved him back when he was with The Authority as far as going to head to, had to get Sting and other rivals that he had and John Cena and the heel um, turn. I didn't, you know, I didn't think he would actually be able to carry the torch with The Authority and every week he had a great promo. Uh, he never has a bad match. He's very talented in the ring. He's just like Triple H where he lives, eats and breathes this business. He suffered that horrible injury and came back under a year. Uh, rehabbing his ass off. Uh, I'm glad he's getting a chance to hold the title, especially when it's the only title that's able to be on Raw Weekly. Chip match next. We got DJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. We had a big build after Nakamura turning going into this match. Um, changed his theme music, changed his look, started doing more lows. Uh, there was a new look for Nakamura since we, we haven't seen it since Japan but there was a, it was ended in a double count-out. <laughs> i gonna be the first to say I did not predict a double count-out. <laughs> so, what do you got, Bill? Um, yeah, I don't think anybody in the world probably predicted a double count-out here. Um,
2: I will say this, I, I'm not against the double count-out. Um, I just... Like, it gives a chance to build the story even more, which I like. Um, and uh, just a quick little... Uh, thing here. I did have Nakamura actually going over here. Um, but, I mean, obviously, we're all wrong or right, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I think the match was great. Um, I think the way they ended the match, obviously, double count out, a bit of a disappointment, but I think it, it worked well with Nakamura getting a. And AJ Styles just kind of lose. Uh, wait to one that
1: actually tears the roof off the, the building wherever it's at. What do you think, Matt? Uh yeah, I agree. Um no one's seen that double that no double count out coming. Um it was a good match though. I wish it would have went longer. I am kinda of disappointed. We've had two Nakamura AJ matches and they've both been like fifteen minutes long. So like I uh I wish they were longer. I wish there was more to it. Maybe the next one will be, but I'm almost tired of seeing it. I like, like I want it to be good.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and I man, I I expected so much more in that match, just like I did at WrestleMania. And WrestleMania's match between them, it's one of those things where it didn't look that great in person, but when I watched it back, it, it was a little better than when I watched it live. Uh, for that match, it you know. I thought this time around it would be a little bit better because Nakamura was full blown heel and there's a lot he could do with it, uh, but it just didn't have any of the big moments that you need in that style, that kind of match. The next match, I was, I think everybody, if you're a fan of wrestling, you were excited for this match: The Undertaker versus Brusev in a casket match. Uh, I predicted The Undertaker, and I mean, honestly, because it's a casket match and. Was going to bet against The Undertaker. So, uh, but not only that, I got to give the man so much credit. He looked good. It was not a quick squash match like I thought it would be. It was a little bit of a draw out match. The Undertaker moved really well. He did old school again. Uh, he looks like he's 20, 25 pounds lighter. I'm very, very proud of The Undertaker. i watching my whole life. I'm very proud that if he's going to go down and make this his final run, he's going to make it a hell of a run. Bill. Um, yeah, I, I had the
2: Undertaker as well. Uh, uh, like you said, uh, betting gets the Undertaker's never a good idea. Um, I do want to mention something here. We've talked. We've been talking a lot of lately about Undertaker losing weight. Uh, I believe they said when he was making his entrance that he was up to uh, like three hundred four or three hundred five, uh, which he's is a few uh, pounds over his, his. What was that? He used to be three twenty seven or three twenty six. Oh, okay. I thought he was staying like around the two ninety nine mark. That was back
0: in like 90. that was back in like American Badass days and stuff. He was uh, two thousand. Yeah, a little bit bigger. He was three twenty six. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't just a squash match.
2: Um. It, I think it went uh, the right amount of time. I think uh, Matt said it wouldn't last fifteen minutes. I think that's about what it lasted. Was about fifteen minutes. Um. I think uh I think uh the end to that match, uh tombstoning tombstoning Aiden and putting him in the casket was, was a great finish. Uh my only complaint would be that Roostav kinda had enough time to get up and possibly do things. Um he just kinda took the L there. Um in my opinion, I mean uh this is Undertaker, so obviously there's limitations, but I, I think the match could have gone on way longer. I think it would have, uh, with how hot Rusev is, um, with, with the crowd and just the popularity, I, I think it would have done great for his career. Um, I mean, even if you go 20 or 30 minutes and you lose his casket match to The Undertaker, I mean, you, you still went 20 or 30 minutes with Taker in a casket match. So I think I think that
0: was really going to help his character. Just to comment um, on that, before we go to, to, uh, to Matt,
1: I just want to say that
0: uh I think that was not really Taker's thought. I think that might have been the powers that be because they don't want to throw him in that kind of match. It might have just been a quick match because they want to see what he can and can't do. Um get right. like that WrestleMania. I did like how they, they didn't completely bury Rusev. Like he actually got offense, so I didn't play that. Exactly. But I mean I just want to throw that out there.
2: No, no, yeah. Thank you for that. Um my last bit is uh Hopefully the lights don't go out where I'm at, and I I get choke slammed. But it's going to be about the Undertaker botch uh, at the end. Uh, I I don't know if it's 100 percent confirmed, but it looked like uh, when he did that tombstone to Aiden English, he dropped him right on his head. Uh, I could kind of tell when he landed; he kind of bounced straight up. So there's really no way to to you know script or fake that, so whatever though. you want to call it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess I would do the same thing. I mean, you're taking a tombstone
0: from Undertaker. I mean, even if it's botched, as long as you're okay, you know, whatever. I'd be yeah. getting excited the whole time, like my whole life, and watching yeah. Undertaker, I'm
1: getting a tombstone from tombstone. <laughs> So, hey, I heard about that, and I heard he was fine. Um, I heard yeah, about it like, were. yeah. But, um, man, it's nice to see the Undertaker go... Like ten minutes instead of three. Um, I'm sorry to cut
2: you off right away, man. I just uh, it just hit me. I wanted to
1: uh, make this comment that he actually Mm -hmm. used uh, one of my favorite Undertaker moves: is that uh, that leg drop. uh, While the guy is kind of got his head stuck out on the
2: apron a little bit. Yeah. Um, He brought that. I haven't seen him use that in a while now. I was very happy uh, seeing that. That's one of the most brutal moves anybody can
0: take. Yeah. Much weight helps.
1: And he did it on Rusev Day.
0: Yeah,
1: that's almost. Isn't that awesome? But uh, yeah, it's nice to see that Taker can actually wrestle because I was doubting it after that WrestleMania 34 match of seeing it. That that was what like three minutes, if that. I I didn't think
2: forty-five seconds. Right.
1: See, I I didn't think that he would even maybe possibly not even wrestle again after that. I thought that was it. So maybe this will be at least the last casket match ever. And Rusev got it. So that's awesome on Rusev Day. So that's, yeah, that's a pretty awesome thing to happen on Rusev Day. So, you know, the, prop, props to Rusev for taking the L on Rusev Day to The Undertaker. It might be one of the last L's he ever dishes out. <laughs>
2: I was. I,
0: by the uh, way,
1: guys, I just wanted uh, to wish you guys a happy Rusev Day. Yeah, thanks. A thanks. happy Rusev Day
0: to you. <laughs> uh, I was so proud of him, though. Like, you know, We've been watching him our whole lives, and you know this is his last run. Like, everybody knows it. So, to him, you know, to go out with a bang and not be just a three-minute squash match.
1: Really? Uh, really? I was really proud. I mean, Re- he's 54 years old. Hey, really, I don't think we do know it because everyone thought he was on his last run like five years ago.
0: That's just that goes back to the passion, man. That's what I respect about him. The guy, literally, if you look dude, look at his age. He's 53, 54 years old. He literally started when he was in his early twenties, and he was in WCW. Started before that, he got famous in WCW, and the guy has dedicated his entire adult life entertaining us going place to place for 30 years 300 days a year I mean the guy lives eats, breathes this business and I have so much respect and so much love for for that guy I mean I don't even have to know him but I've watched him so many times in my life that you feel like you know him so um, I was very proud of him I thought he did a great job
1: this is probably but, uh, the part of the show where you guys beat me on the predictions because uh, I don't have any more <laughs> right.
0: Sorry, uh, I'm getting emotional about The Undertaker, but it's hard not to see Oh, yeah.
1: Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry uh, on the podcast.
0: The next match is pretty controversial. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many times, 50 times, 70 times, we're going to see this match. But Brock uh-huh. Lesnar and Roman Reigns in a steel cage to retain the Universal title. Brock Lesnar defeats Roman Reigns by a controversial move. Brock Lesnar was speared through the outside of the cage, uh, went to the floor, but when you rewind, it looked really close. When he speared him outside the cage, Roman's foot hit first, but Brock was declared the champion. It looked like a botch at first look, but it, it, if it was a botch or if it wasn't a botch, they could cover it up by having it all blamed on the referee not making the right call. Uh, I actually predicted Roman Reigns winning this match. So I was wrong. Let's go to Bill. Uh, I, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. I don't think anybody, uh, should win or lose this prediction, uh, because it is,
1: it is a fuck up. Um, from what, uh, the, from my sources, uh, um, I read that the the move was planned the whole spirit,
2: obviously with with the cage going down but Roman was definitely not supposed to hit first. Um, I had Roman Reigns going over in this too. I kind of thought that uh, uh, still having a rematch they would have still yet another match and I think there's only so many matches two people can have before it's it's boring. Uh, I mean even if you have I mean. I may, I might get slack for saying this, but even like, if you put the rock and Austin in in this and they're going back and forth like this for like a year, I mean, yeah, it's rock and Austin, but you're going to want something else with with those characters. Um, but I will say this,
0: that 30 times.
2: Exactly. Uh When they're doing more or less the same stuff. Um, I will say this, that, um, when the match started, I did have a change of prediction. Um, because I realized that with uh, Brock Lesnar's new contract, getting paid like 600000 per appearance or whatever, uh, he's going to have the title um, until he leaves. Because if the title gets taken from him, they're not going to pay him 600000 to, to show up not being a champion. Um, unless unless Goldberg makes a freaking comeback. I mean, that's that's the only way I could see Brock not being champion and still drawing a lot of money. Um Yeah, um, I will say this. I I did like this match uh, better than the WrestleMania one. Uh, I I liked Roman getting busted open and kind of going apeshit at the end of WrestleMania. Um, That was kind of the moment of the match for me there. Uh, But here, I I think they did well. I think, uh, yet again, they are using their signatures and their finishers way too early. Um, Yeah, you know, it's two big dudes, but... I mean, have a freaking wrestling match for crying out loud! Um,
1: I don't, I don't know. I just don't know anymore about this one. What do you think, Matt? I thought it was actually pretty good, um, but I thought they were finally going to give it to Roman, which I, I'm glad didn't happen. But I predicted that it would. Um, I'm hoping that this is over now, really. Oh, to be honest, I am happy that we survived this little feud and Roman didn't get the universal title. I honestly thought he was going to. Not that it's a, like a huge deal or anything if he did, but I just didn't want to see it happen, and I'm glad that it didn't. But I was worried for a little bit that it that it would happen. So maybe we can move on from this, and Brock can fight somebody yeah. else now. I, I mean, i, I got to say that this match, we've only seen it 100,000 times. Right, right. So,
0: that's what my big problem is. I'm fucking done
1: with it.
0: Uh, fine with Mr. Have this big feud and, and having the title for a while, because he does put asses in the seats. But now, it's getting to a point where, you, you know, it's been almost... Nine, ten 10 months, 12 months now, you know, long time. And we don't bear see the title on raw anymore. It's not consistently on raw anyway. And it, it's just getting to the point where it served its purpose with having him as champion. And now it needs to go somewhere else. Uh, you know, it did its part, it, it did its purpose. And now I think it's time for something else. Uh, but the next match we got, we got the big Royal Rumble here. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Braun Strowman ends up winning this match. He's going where Rumble, the main event. Uh, the whole reason everybody was out there. Uh, the big thing for me, for Braun Strowman, is that guy should have won the title a long time ago, the Universal title. You know, if he didn't. He came close, but he was the only guy ever, out of everybody that Brock Lesnar has faced, that has actually challenged Brock Lesnar's size. Um, I know the Big Show was in there with them but I've talked about know, action like guys that are young as Brock you know in that ring with him and can go hundred miles an hour. Uh Braun Strowman, man, he's the only guy to really challenge Buzzer and I think he's guaranteed future WWE World Universal Champion. What do you think, uh Bill? Um
2: what was, was that your your prediction or
0: I actually predicted Braun. So oh, I actually got okay. that one right but I, I missed the woman one. Uh, that's nice. Um,
2: my prediction for this was the obvious choice, the best in the world CM see on Punk. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, due to uh, uh, travel plans, he, he wasn't able to make it to Saudi Arabia. Um, so I kind of got screwed on, on that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they said they put a block on his card. I don't know. So somebody, named, somebody named Paul. I don't know. Some asshole.
0: But... Uh, <laughs>
2: But um, if, I mean, the reason I chose Punk was I was like, look, there's 50 individuals here. We don't even know who's going to show up. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. So I just kind of, it was a crapshoot for me. I, I was I was more happier to watch the match than, uh, than the prediction. Um, the, the whole match was awesome. Um, Titus World Slide forever. Um, yeah. I, I think that was the moment of the pay-per-view. I think we can all agree on that. Um, the, the Rumble is great. Uh, I don't remember seeing too many botches. Uh, eliminations were good. Um, Elias had a big part in the Rumble. Uh, I like that. Um, I think Braun winning, I think it's a good and a bad thing. Um, okay, so we got Braun Strowman, right? He's a big, powerful monster, dominating everything. He's fast as hell. He's, he's got everything. Uh, but the Universal Championship. And everybody, you know, like you were saying earlier, Dylan, you're you're like, oh, he should have had the title, he should have had the title, he should have had the title, and I agree with that. He he should. But I think with him winning the Rumble, and then giving him that Royal Rumble Championship or whatever, I think it actually puts him further away from the Universal title match. Uh, Because I think uh, WWE is like, okay, well, if everybody wants him to have a championship, here's a belt. And it's kind of WWE telling everybody, and this is my opinion, but I think it's WWE kind of telling everybody, like, okay, hey, we, give him, we gave him a title, like, shut up about it. Um, I think he should have won it versus Lesnar uh, when he had that match. I think uh, Lesnar beating him was, honestly, it might have been, like, one of the worst decisions and or matches of last, of last year wholeheartedly. Um, I mean, I understand Brock. I understand you're paying him, but... I, th- I think it's kind of time to move on from Brock. I think he's done his time. Uh, he's gaining, his he's gaining that weight. That yeah, he's gaining that weight. He's got that beer gut going on. Uh, I don't. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, totally like you know, be done with him. Like, oh, you're out of the WWE. But uh, as far as like the paychecks, I think you got to kind of relax on that. I mean, if he wants to, let him go to UFC. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I it's mean,
0: a lot of money, and it, the titles is yeah. never on Raw consistently, and I, I mean, the IC title should not be the only title, singles title on Raw. That's just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that to a point, because I will, will say this, like, when's the last time we saw a, a, and I'll bring up the WWE Championship in this conversation also, when's the last time we saw one of those major titles being defended on the show? I don't
0: really remember. Um, last time the last, last major title... Oh go ahead. What's the last time Brock is wrestled on Monday Night Raw? Yeah, it's uh, I I really can't remember it was last year
2: Yeah. Um and uh, I don't, I at least uh right. Yeah, I don't think he's done any match um but I will say this, it's because he does get paid different um, for appearance versus match. So I understand them wanting to wait to spend the money for like a pay-per-view or you know, Royal, the
1: greatest Royal Rumble, whichever. Um, I, I think it's time to be
2: done with Brock. Uh, I mean, I like the guy. I mean, he's got athletic ability. Uh, he's very powerful. And from what I saw um, from
1: Old episodes, like you know, kind of or, or four or, five or or whatever, whenever he was in there, he did do good promos when he didn't
2: have Paul Heyman back in the day. Yeah. Um, the ones that I saw were mostly kind of goofy, so it was weird saying a big guy be goofy. But I mean, they weren't, you know, like the they weren't all.
0: Uh, bring him up the one-legged Zach Goward back in the day. He used to torture that kid that had one leg. He you know, looked, Big Rock looked like a real asshole, and. That was the character he was portraying, and I felt like it worked. Like back in the day, he didn't need Paul, and he didn't even just do German suplexes. That was all created now. He was doing a full on wrestler.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's another reason I'm disappointed. Is I was I was thinking back on it. I said all these matches are much suplexing people, and then him doing his finishers, and it's like. Doesn't matter. Okay. okay, on one side, you have, like, that's kind of WWE giving the fans what they want. They're like, oh, Suplex City and F5s are amazing. So they're trying to give them all of it. But I think this is one of those times where you tell the WWE fans, like,
0: no, we can't give this to you. This guy has oh, to wrestle. How do we it? Matt brought it up on the last episode we had. That F5 has looked super weak in every match. I mean, well, um, I to me,
2: any Brock Lesner, any match Brock Lesnar is involved in, all the signatures and finishers look weak. Sure. Uh, that it could be where he could face Heath Slater. And that uh, that, uh, that five would look weak.
0: That would feel bad the whole time
1: because
0: he's got kids. <laughs> um, exactly. But, <laughs> but what do you think? All right. So,
1: hey, man, Braun Strowman winning this thing. I picked Daniel Bryan. And I was so close. He had the longest uh-huh. time at an hour and 16 minutes and 16 seconds. Longest time in Rumble history. Strowman had 13 eliminations that beat that beat Roman's record. Um, so I think Roman is next in, or not Roman, but Strowman is next in line for the universal championship. And I think it's such a big show and Vince is never on TV hardly. So the end of the show, WWE is all about image. They had Vince McMahon in the ring with one superstar. That was Braun Strowman holding up a title. So there you go. And I I think he's the next guy. And I think it was pretty clear. Uh, They wanted it to be Roman, but now they changed their mind. And Braun's going to be the next guy. And I think he might take it from Brock. I don't
0: think there's anybody else that could be the next guy besides Braun. I mean, that's the only guy that... As far as momentum goes, I mean the crowd responds to him so well every Monday night when he comes out there. Uh, he's he doesn't even have to get a push because the crowd's already given him that push. Uh, but when he goes out there, man, every time he gets a nice pop. This is a guy that the only guy that gives Brock Lesnar a challenge and a run for his money. LeBron Strowman can actually have good rivals, and you know, he cuts decent promos. It's getting
2: a lot better every week. Uh, yeah, so, I want to. Um I want to chime in real quick. I will agree with Matt here uh, where he said all about him, Mitch with uh, Vince. Like you said, Vince being in the ring with just one superstar holding up the title. And, uh, that is, that is huge. Um, I will say this. Uh, you guys are, you guys, yeah. Um, you guys brought up uh, the response that Braun gets, which uh, nobody's debating that. He gets a huge response. Um, I'm going to bring up something here. That's a bit controversial. And I think, uh, Roman Reigns gets a big, big pop. Um, whether I mean, in the, I mean, obviously he's getting booed, but you know what? You're having, you're getting boos. I mean, you're doing your job. I agree. That that's that's your job to get boos. Um, I remember being at the Raw after WrestleMania, and this is this is a true true person who actually would like dislike the person. There was a guy in the front row when Roman Reigns came out. He uh, stood up and just turned around. He didn't give Roman Reigns any kind of attention, and I was like, "That is not being over." When somebody when somebody turns their back to you while you're on a mic, but if you if you're getting booed, like uh, the night after he beat Taker, uh, he he was getting booed unmercifully, and he he basically motioned it right there. He's like, "I got y'all in the palm of my hand." And he does. Um, I'll, I'll say this. If they're able to turn Roman Reigns heel, um, I think they should shy him away from the Universal title for a little bit. Um, they should turn him heel. Um, the, the heel work he did in NXT was amazing. One of the best heels I've ever seen in my life. And I, I think they need to take him away from the Universal title picture, uh, turn him heel, uh, have him you know,
0: build up his heel character and then maybe make another run at the Universal title. And do it in a way that's unique, you know, if you have a run at his heel, you got the main event, you know, Brock defending the title against, you know, say, somebody like Strowman or whatever, have him go out there, you know, he's all hated, he's a heel, and if I, if I can't be the main event, nobody will. He comes out there yeah. and beats everybody in the ring, not just Brock, but, you know, taking on everybody to where it's like a double countout or something, you know what I mean? Like. Something like that would be really cool for his heel turn. Uh, I, would, I, that's, I only chime in because I've been thinking about it for a long time because it wants to happen. He really eats something big, and I think the heel turn, taking advantage of the booing, is exactly what needs to be done. Uh, but having Vince in the ring is the appeal. The first time it's funny, you know, not the first time, but the biggest event overseas ever. Uh, they felt like that was really big, having been space out there. Um, I would have liked to see, you know, I'm going to bring it up. I'd like to see the women on there, but I know it's not going to come until way down the road. Um, this was a big event, even them having, you know, this over, over there. And uh, the promos in the middle of, about Saudi Arabia were really cool, talking about the women able to drive and everything now. Uh, so there's a lot of change happening. WWE was a big part of it. Uh, man, I want to get your closing thoughts on the, on the Braun Strowman. You, you said you wanted Daniel Bryan. Why did
1: you want Daniel Bryan? Uh, I just think that he kind of, I'm not going to say that he needed it, but it's a big show, and I knew that they were going to do something big with him. Now, him breaking that record of being last year, he couldn't even wrestle. This year, he's setting the record for the longest in the Royal Rumble, you know, from beginning to end. So, that's big. That's really big. So if he didn't especially win, especially fifty Matt, that's
2: a little
0: bit longer than
1: the uh, usual, right? That's what I'm saying. So like, he didn't win, but he all he will always have that record. I don't think anyone will ever break that. What about that chest, man? He took a
0: beating.
1: Yeah, he did. So
2: yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the NXT.
1: Uh, um, what's his name? Roderick Strong. Yeah, Roddy Strong. Remember. Yeah, Roddy Strong lit him up yeah but yeah I yeah. think it's really awesome that they gave it to Braun but yet Brian still got to shine that that's the good part. they those are two guys who really needed to shine in here. Maybe I don't want to say needed, but I feel like they wanted to focus on in this match. They were probably the two biggest stars in the match and it worked besides really Titus. well it, it worked really well. Yeah besides Titus Titus o, Titus O'Neill with the Titus slide.
0: That is World Slide.
1: That is World Slide. Uh,
0: but, I mean, man, what a big deal it makes having Dana Bryan back. So much stuff you can do with the matchups and the storyline. I mean, gosh, I can't, words can't explain how big it is to have him back in the Vault. Um, I mean, if you think about all the matchups he can have against people like Nakamura and Styles, who we've already seen in a match with him, and tore the house down. But, uh... Going to this Braun Strowman, uh, Braun Strowman or Daniel was who I thought, I did pick Braun, but I did have Daniel as my backup because Daniel was very, very talented too, and he's main event status. Uh, Braun Strowman is the future champion, and there's nobody else like him that gives Brock Wesner a run size-wise for his money. But uh, is there anything else anybody wanted to
1: add? Uh, Yeah, I do. We have an Instagram page, Uncensored Wrestling pod and page on Instagram and Facebook follow all that and you can um maybe get on the show hit us up let us know what you want to talk about we can record it you can send us a message or uh, any of that we put you on the show so hit us up if,
0: if, we, if we let uh Bill talk about his CM Punk prediction we'll let anybody call in and <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry CM Punk didn't come out for you man
1: Man, I wish you
0: would oh, I really wish he would One but. day. One day. Well, we got Matt Miller, William King, Dylan Hiley. I want you guys to have a fantastic rest of your night. Thank you for listening to us and listen every week as we present the Uncensored Wrestling Podcast. And you guys have a fantastic night. Right. Thank you. you as well.